0: where arts and adventure summits the airwaves this is the ogden arts and adventures show i am r brandon long along with todd obendorfer man that was good thank you we are your hosts for the greatest podcast in all the land and we are humble about it uh in studio we have well, we have a full house so this will be a little interesting because we're gonna we're gonna swap
1: it's like we did a like podcast a swap. extension on the trailer today yeah yeah
0: this is good too. so we have O representation and then we have um, Ogden Twilight and Ogden Nature Center for Earth Days. Yeah. So we have a lot going on. We're going to start with O-Foam. We have Michelle Tanner of O-Foam. This is her brainchild. And then this is the first year, really, of the, of the new recruits here, Jason and Jess Dasher.
2: Well, actually, they're, they're part of the family. But this is the first time we've recruited them to be team leaders and... Uh-huh. Um, our volunteer coordinators, and we're so thrilled for their enthusiasm and joy and love of the event. And I can't wait to hear are they, what they have to say.
0: Are they already using their pole to get extra, you know, work off and stuff? Or what's-
2: Oh, my gosh. Here's what's amazing is they've been covering our tabling events. They were here at the Monarch a week and a half ago yeah. or a week ago with First First Friday Art. And they've been getting out there. Jess came to women in business with me there and Jason's coming to uh, the partners in education, women in business, chamber and commerce (laughs) breakfast. It's great. They're, they're into it.
0: Uh, Well, let's start with volunteers because volunteers are fun, I think. Yeah. And that's,
1: that's one of those things you, you do associate Ogden and volunteers. And I don't know what that statistic is, but it's like best it's, it is, isn't it some of the best in the entire country? Like, I know Utah ranks really, really high, but I think Ogden itself ranks even higher.
2: Oh, is that right?
1: Is it? Has anyone else heard this, or am I just starting a, a new well, statistic? Run thing.
0: with it. Roll yeah. with it. Yeah.
1: I think we'll all agree with the volunteers <laughs> yeah. in Utah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah Thanks really, high. Yeah. I we take first. I yeah, read I something August, about Ogden.
0: Anyway, that's the transition
1: into what you do. And Ogden is the
2: brain of Utah, so it just makes <laughs> sense. Yeah.
0: Or the party. Whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> like the brain and the party. And the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess, I swear I've seen you there before, though, at Ofoam, right? You guys? You, yeah. you, okay. Yeah, okay. we've
3: been going there for probably six or seven years, and we've been volunteering. This is our fifth year, and we just really love it. It's just so fun. It's just such a sense of community, and you just walk around, and there's always a happy, smiling face, and you meet new friends. It's just a really great time.
0: Jason, are you nervous about volunteering? or
4: I'm Far less nervous about volunteering than doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: give yourself about no. five minutes; you'll be right there.
4: No, I love that it.
1: beer hasn't
0: sunk in yet. No. Let's <laughs> let let's go. <laughs> all right, whiskey first, then podcast, I and mean, we've got to go in the right order here. Right. Okay, so this season is coming up. Michelle, you want to give us a rundown of the season?
2: The season for of the whole year yep. for O-Foam? No,
0: well, not oh, just. You the, mean yeah? Okay. So goes.
2: the music festival is definitely coming in short order um we've got it starts june 2nd through 4th but you know there's lots of prep and there's more tabling happening these guys are going to be at the um, finish line of the marathon Mm -hmm. we'll have a little cute kids project um so at the festival we have a huge setup and then once we get everything going people just start rolling in on thursday night to set up their camping and um, get all positioned with their friends so that they're ready to go when the music starts Friday.
0: How much camping is there? There's a lot.
2: There's a lot. Yeah. We increased our number of um, camping vehicles this year just a little bit because the, it's amazing. The Parks and Rec people, Todd. Ferrario. Um,
3: Ferrario. Ferrari- Ferrari- <laughs> yeah.
2: They just keep cleaning it up and make, be- making better use of the space. So mm-hmm. they've made a little more room and... Um, we're up to like a hundred and forty five camping vehicles, which is anything from a sleeping in your truck or van to um
0: Like a motorhome.
1: A bigger
2: or motorhome or do you RV. keep track of
1: like first time attendees? Is that a, a question that comes up in any sort of survey?
2: We do usually ask that in a survey and um we've got a new ticket thing that our survey is gonna be post fest this year and hopefully it's going to um we'll be able to capture. I that think data. you just but need we- someone
0: at the gate every time they're leaving and it's like, Hey <laughs> Answer these questions before you walk to your car. Right. How many times have you
1: been here? Is this your first time? Yeah. I would venture to guess that particularly the campers are, I mean, this is a ritual for them. And sometimes it probably goes back very far. Oh, would yeah. I, would I guess right? That would I would think that would probably be about right.
3: Yeah, not only that, but I feel like so many people are just really getting into it. And it's the kids. It's the kids that are like, can my friends come? And so I'm finding myself asking, different parents just so the kids can come. And they're like, okay, well the kids are free, let's go and have a good time all together. So, yeah. really cool. <laughs> Jason, you cracking me up. <laughs> have-
1: all right, so we're looking at putting together a <laughs> music talker, festival, right? So. And so, that's all right, I got a good, good question for you right now. And so, uh, let's talk about just the staff itself first. So I know that, that this big multi-day festival is put together by a team of dozens, correct? Yes. Or less than that
2: well we have about 20 team leaders who are in charge of their groups of volunteers you know during the festival but we've been meeting since um february and sometimes every week at least every other week and so dozens yeah it kind of is and there's all the the extenuating things like the fencing that has to come in and get set up. And Weber County brings their stage in and that gets set up. And, but before that happens, we have to get the backstage area built with our green rooms, our RVs and different things that we need back in there first. Now I'd say bodies. best
0: green room in town. Now we have a pretty good one here, but that's actually, a good green room. It's a pretty darn good green room. It's very similar vibes there.
2: And we're holding your spot on the little driveway. All right. Thank well, you.
0: Yeah,
1: we'll
2: be there.
0: Like yeah, we'll be there. We'll look know. forward to that. Van literally down by the river. Yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We look yeah. forward to
1: it. Like honestly, the most of the the whole year. And so, I think we're all getting very very excited as the time comes along. And so, you are how many days out now?
2: Oh, I don't know days. How weeks? What um, what are the what's six. the dates
1: again? June four. Two
2: through four. June two, two through, two through four. four. Okay,
1: second through fourth. So that is mm-hmm. literally around the corner. And yeah. so
2: yeah,
1: how many? volunteers are necessary to run an event. Yo,
0: Do we need more?
3: Big. Yeah, we need some more volunteers. <laughs> need this the- is
0: kind of what we're getting at right here. <laughs> yeah. Jason is just fantastic. He's like, why don't well just move the mic in, in front of Jess? Is- <laughs> yeah.
3: He knows. He, he knows that I like to talk. So he lets yeah. me do that. He's yeah. a good husband. He is a good yeah. husband. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, we have about uh, 200 or so volunteers and we probably need about 100, 150 more Whoa. or if people want to pick up extra shifts or anything, but we've, got off to a really good start and we're already filling up camping and it's just really filling up you know the fort is just so special to me when i was a little kid i always went to the mountain man rendezvous there and it's just got the best vibe ever it's just so fun and jason and i got married there we've been to equinox there but you know oh you I- can't just
1: run right past that i think we have okay. to talk about yeah. that just a little bit
2: scoot that mic over let's hear it yeah
0: fondest wedding so you don't like, just fondest wedding, wedding memory,
1: memory. <laughs> so, so clearly that was that was a planned event and so this is a very special place for you right. so let's take take it back just a little bit further as far as how that sort of bond was created between the two of you did you uh did you meet there is it one of those stories is
4: well i mean we're just super outdoorsy okay so we love to camp and i would say the fort was the best outdoor venue we could find that could facilitate all of our friends, and you know we had uh, Rick Gerber, and then played all night and awesome. So it was super cool.
3: And we yeah. slept in the teepees. Yep. First night together in the yeah. teepee. That's
4: cool.
1: <laughs> How do you book those out? That's fantastic.
3: <laughs> I
4: think it was a lot looser then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the I think they were like, sure, you can have a park. Uh, yeah.
1: Maybe that's the case. And so, yeah, this so this is going to be you know the tradition for you that you can't shake at this point just because of that history.
5: Right. Oh, yeah.
3: Right. It's so special. And Ofoam is just, it's just, it's like a step above the other festivals. It's so family friendly. It's just, my kids, I cannot get kidding. They ask about it the day it's over. When are we going back to Ofoam? Mm. That's like their happy place. They've
2: been.
0: So Michelle, do we have two dates coming in years to come? One in the spring, one in the fall? Kids, kid, the kids are calling for it.
2: Oh, we tried that. We had two festivals well, for a while there. The Ogden Valley Roots and Blues Festival we had in August for four years. And it was fabulous, but we we couldn't do it. It was the whole volunteer, Mm. you know. It's a lot of work. Creating the whole big party and stuff. It was too much, Mm. but it was great. But... The kids do love it, but they have other opportunities. We do outreach, educational outreach concerts in the high school. We've got one coming up this next Tuesday with Pixie and the Party Grass Boys at Ogden High. Well, for real? Yeah, and it's not a public event, so I can't throw out details, but mm. um, we're so excited but about that. They're and,
0: performing for the kids? or how does, yeah, yeah, for the okay. high school
2: music students oh. and junior high, and they'll be busing from Ben Lomond, Mount Fort, Mount Ogden, and... It's going to be wow. a good time. Okay. How'd yeah. that happen? Well, we've been doing it for several years in different capacities. You know, we used to do an outreach after the festival at the Ogden Amphitheater. Um, and then that just logistically didn't work. And then well, Derek right. took
0: over and it's all downhill. <laughs> they got, they
2: got a, Ran yeah, it into got the ground.
1: It. We'll <laughs> talk about that later. yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, Next <laughs> up. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. And um, we associate an outreach. We have one every year with our Dia de los Muertos event. And that's also, well, last year and this year, too, it will be at at Ben Lomond. And that's uh, October 19th. And we do an informal outreach at Youth Impact. So we do things for kids all the year. But the thing we're really proud about with kids is the instrument petting zoo that's out at the festival. We've managed to really acquire some. Fabulous instruments, and improve that. Over and it really
0: years. is what you say it is. It's like you go oh, yeah. try the instruments, so instrument petting. How did Z. that
1: program start? Because word of mouth—that's well, probably yeah, one of the sweet. biggest things that come out of that festival.
2: It goes back to my brother's festival that inspired me in Flagstaff to have a festival in Ogden, and they were doing it, and they had this guy named Todd, Todd who traveled. Sounds familiar. To yeah. <laughs> And we got Todd to come and he brings us, he had a van full of instruments and he came and helped us out for several years and then that didn't work out. And, <laughs> and we worked with um, um, David Owen and, and Adam Kozlowski and they would bring the instruments. And then it was actually during the pandemic that we're like, what can we write funding for? And we got funded for buying new instruments. So we've got our own stash. And then we thought, why do these instruments sit around the rest of the year? And are only used in one weekend. So we have an instrument lending library and free music lessons at Youth Impact and the Boys and Girls Clubs. And this has just been established, and it's we're a year into it, and it's growing, and it's so great. We're giving guitar lessons, harmonica lessons, um violin lessons, and mandolin lessons.
1: Your collaborations are just incredibly inspiring. i I don't know how you do it. Um, I think that uh, I, I found myself asking these same questions the last time you were on just because I, I don't know how, because you have many, many people that are on your staff certain times of the year. You have fewer that are on the staff year round. How many people do that You kind of chip away at it year round?
2: So that's probably a core three of us, Reba, Carrie, um, Carrie Roberts, and myself, and... Um, Others too, though. Others help out. Like Leanne Ballard is there all the time for us. And she's in charge of the kids zone. And I mean, Jess and Jason will tell you how the kids just live for the getting their face painted and having these activities at the kids zone. And we also have yoga in the mornings. And Leanne told me, just know that yoga, they'll be there on their mats and in the zen. And once the kids see that I'm there starting to set up, they came tearing through the yoga field, <laughs> stepping on people's mats to get to the kids' zone craft area. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought that was great.
1: I awesome. think what I what I love most about O-Foam, too, is the fact that it has stayed fresh all these years. Um, and that is the best of what worked the year before continues because we in Ogden love a lot of that. But it seems like there's always something new. You're trying new things. Sometimes it works. Maybe, maybe it doesn't work so much. But you're just always still experimenting every year. And congratulations on that. I think that's the reason why, you know, the volunteers will come out Mm -hmm. um, because you know there's something new for them even every Mm -hmm. single year. So, so let's draw up some some volunteer. um, Because
0: we need sort of a call here. We need more volunteers. What what can we do? Yeah, Yeah. What are the bennies to volunteer?
3: So if you volunteer. You get um, for three hours, you get a one day Wait, shift. Oh, that's it? Three hours, you get a one day shift. If you do two, three hour shifts, you get the whole weekend. And then if you're volunteer, you just, if you want to camp, you'd have a just $25 fee. And then you can camp the whole weekend as well. And you can camp from Thursday till Monday. So that's really cool. It's not just like the festival's over, clean up and leave. They like yeah. have time to just hang out and. Chill with your friends. You know, people are actually playing music all night at fires, what? At camp spot, and so you can just. This is unheard of. I think there's so somebody cool.
1: <laughs> right. Just came in the van that could probably <laughs> speak from experience. Bowed for that. So, I feel. I feel like Shane. What's your experience in the evenings at O Foam? Oh, I got one here, Shane.
4: I I will just say that uh I don't need headphones. I'll just talk. Um. But my, my The first O-Foam that I got to actually play on the stage, I was with a different Shane band. Shane Osgthorpe, everyone. Yeah, Same, I was with I a different band called Working in Shifts. And and uh, the headliner that oh, Saturday night huh? was Robert Earl Keane, right? So, of course, you're going to stay up and party with Robert Earl Keen. So we did that. And I was like, okay, we're the first band on stage on Sunday. So But we started walking out, and we walked past the first Campfire Jam. We're like, let's just sit in for a second and just like loosen up and play for a minute. And I ended up getting home at... Here in Ogden, so I wasn't camping out there that time. I'd just gone out for the show Saturday night. Got home to my house about 6.30 a.m. <laughs> Sun was coming up, and I, and I had no voice. I had blown my – because like, around those campfire jams, it's, there's no there's no microphone. So you're singing over 17 mandolin players and four banjos mm. and 18 guitar players, and you're just singing as loud as you can. And I had no voice. I went home and I drank honey lemon tea for six hours and didn't say a word. <laughs> My voice came back and it lasted for the 45-minute set that we had to play that day. So that, that's what the campfire scene is like at o You'll stay up all night playing music with some of the best musicians you've ever heard in your life. So and fun. that's just like walking around. You run into these. Yeah, Yeah. I think
1: the most important bit of advice there is that honey and and then tea. And so this this situation, identical situation will happen with musicians. And so just a little FYI advice right there. Yeah. And so another reason to think about volunteering this year is to catch a glimpse of something like that.
4: Yeah, seriously. Campfires.
3: Right. And a new thing we have this year is we're actually going to have a volunteer party. Um, two weeks after the festival, just to actually, you know, sometimes when you're at the festival volunteering, you don't actually get to meet all the people because you're working. Hmm. So you actually get to meet everyone you're volunteering with. So if it, you have
0: like party organizer. FOMO, right. we're going to, okay.
3: We're gonna what have a more great partying. idea! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you have that planned yet? Do you got a location? Yeah, you got a,
3: the Dancing Moose Farms in uh, Huntsville. So oh, that will be really— fun. Dan Daly and Susie just totally offered yeah, it fun. to us, and yeah. we're really excited.
1: But that is a—that's such a good idea because just like musicians never being able to really see other musicians because they're all gigging at the same time, the volunteers may not be able to see each other because of the shifts crossing and everything. That's a great idea.
0: It's a volunteer meetup. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A little celebration of what they've done.
2: And thanks to Jesse and Jason, it's happening because um, we're always, as uh, other directors, just too exhausted after the festival to even think about that. But I'm so glad it's happening. And thanks to Dan Daly to let us use his spot. It'll be so fun.
0: What notes do we need to cover from Reba?
2: Oh, I think we covered
3: it. I think we covered covered, it. But I
1: think the most important thing is, is if we want to volunteer, where do we go? Who do we talk to? You got a website?
3: Yeah, you just go to ofoam.org, and I think on the left side in the menu, there's a sponsor list, and there's a volunteer list, so just click on the volunteers, and there's also a spot if you volunteer, if you just want to, or buy a ticket, there's a spot that you can just donate. If you... Love our cause about the will and the way, and just trying to get kids involved with our music and in the community. Then you can go ahead and help donate and just be a part of us as well. That way,
0: yeah, worth it.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely worth it. I can't wait to. Yeah, we've got a great
2: lineup, and we've got some great local artists that are on the tweener stage this year. We had seventy-nine applicants for tweeners, for tweeners, and it was it was hard to pick.
0: Is there? You said local. do people, are they all local or do you bring no, tweeters there's some in from... from Salt Lake and okay. some out
2: of state, but we had so many applicants, we kind of eliminated the out of state ones because we thought, mm-hmm. let's just keep it local. Yeah. And we prioritize kid bands when we can, because that's part of our mission. But really, we've got some great ones coming.
0: Do you want to talk headliners real quick and give a little shout well, out? to
2: If we've got a little time. So yeah. um, we're so excited about Daniel Ponder. Friday night is going to be a soul night. Daniel Ponder, The Sacred Souls, they're um, just really on the rise in that regard. And we uh, used to be known as pretty exclusively a bluegrass festival, and we've really veered from that. And we attribute that to being part of Ogden. Ogden's diverse. We like to have a diverse lineup. We have a lot of um, bands of color. Well, Danielle, The Sacred Souls, Miko um, Marks, and The Resurrectors, oh, man, they're so good. Um, and then our traditional bluegrass, um, our legacy artist, Dan Tominski, uh, Della May, all-girl bluegrass band. We've got um, a kid band from Heber, the West Road. We've got, um, from Salt Lake, um, and Pomp and Honey. Pomp and Honey, yeah. uh-huh.
0: Dude, Pomp and honey was amazing on van sessions. Yes. Yeah, that's good.
2: And Pixie and the Partygrass yeah. Boys. And, again, so they're doing a show a at junky. Ogden High. And John Craigie, oh my gosh, John Craigie is all the rage. And there's people who say, I'm just going to come and see him. And I'm like, well, you'll be surprised who else you'll see there too. But he's so fun. And um, who am I forgetting? Oh, Los Tex Maniacs with La Marisol. So we're committed to bringing a Hispanic band. we're committed to um, involving our Hispanic. 30% of Ogden is Hispanic. And it... We do it with our Dia de los Muertos event in October, but we do it here too. And, um, this is going to be so great. These guys are just putting an album out together and they're from different parts of the country. Um, but they're, they work with, uh, Smithsonian Folkways. They're on that label, which means they're pretty serious yeah. about representing the history of our country and, and the evolution of, um, Music and the blending of cultures, it's so fun.
0: Plus, they know how to party. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: they do. They have a good and time the and they sing, yeah. our next round of um, instruments for Will and Way are mariachi instruments that we're yeah. purchasing, and we'll start that up here in Ogden. Do you so have, you have, you a, might do you have a bagpipe? We don't know, but we've got
0: a, <laughs> <laughs> May I suggest? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but
2: let I me tell say, you... We have enough. <laughs> we have enough of those. You'll see, if you come to the mu- Ogden Music Festival in camp the Ben Lomond bagpipers are gonna come and round you up on Saturday awesome. morning. Awesome, <laughs> there you go.
0: they'll wake your ass up, I tell you <laughs> what, those suckers are loud, man. Yeah,
2: totally. Oh. The mariachi
3: band also, we always have a, a kid parade. The kids make an instrument and then they have a parade and the mariachi band leads it and everyone sings a little song as they're playing their instrument, marching through the festival and they go up on stage and the kids get to do a whole song with them. It's so fun,
4: they love it.
0: Jason, you do any camping this summer?
4: Yeah, we're actually going to Moab next week.
0: See? That, now we're talking about what Jason. wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See,
4: there, you can get me
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> well, now's yeah. a good time to get Biking, climbing, hiking. hiking? What are you doing down there? Probably mountain biking and climbing. Okay.
4: Yeah. All right. You get out much these days? Not as much as used to. You're working a little bit? But yeah. Kids are skiing now. Kids are biking Kids are old now, enough so to ski and bike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's,
0: that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your, what's your position here
4: at the festival? Do you know? Do you have one? Assistant? Uh, yeah, well, volunteer coordinator with Jess, but she's been doing yeah. a lot of that. Usually okay. help up with help out with uh, Teardown a lot. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the key word today is volunteer volunteer, 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 volunteer. Volunteer, volunteer,
4: volunteer. We need some,
0: so yeah.
1: Yeah, so if you're hearing this and if you would like um, a day pass or you just want to do a good thing, then come out and uh, find a slot. And I'm sure if you need recommendations you know that there's somebody you can talk to as well like say you're very new to town and you want to give it a shot and you want to hear a little bit more
0: that's a good way to meet people too it's there's a great way to meet people. oh yeah for sure
1: yeah you might end up getting married at the festival <laughs> itself <laughs> yeah
0: never know jess did you have something you wanted to add
2: well i was going to say green team is i think in need of a few helpers and that is really a fun group they're oh, very green team. We Is that we're, wolf graham yeah it's yeah. shauna um this year and oh. it And part of that is the bike valet. And so you're either going to be sitting with cool people, checking in bike fancy bikes for people who ride their bikes down there or, you know, helping us with our minimizing our footprint. We've got we've got a pig farmer from Brigham who's going to be taking our food waste because I learned that that's a huge part of landfill issues. Problems is if you can eliminate a lot of that food waste, that's really helpful. Second, only like to plastic wild in troubles in your um,
0: I had no idea
2: I know Hmm. it's pretty amazing learn something every podcast um, (laughs) yeah we we leave it we try to leave it better than we get there
0: yeah Jess
3: totally well another way if you were having any questions or wanted to know where to volunteer you can email me at volunteer.ofoam at gmail.com
2: okay
3: email me or find me on Facebook Jesse Dasher and write me a message and I'll tell you all the cool things and where to volunteer
0: Perfect. Jess Jason Dasher, Michelle Tanner with Ofoam. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by the Ogden Arts and Adventure show. We have a full house. We're gonna do a little Swaparooski here. We're going to have three come out, and we're going to have our guests come in. And Shane, I think you will be the reason that if you show up here one week and there's another microphone on that side, just <laughs> just just, just like appears. Else <laughs> well,
2: thank you, guys. We yeah. appreciate it, and thanks for having us out. Thanks for having us, and shout out to Joe McQueen Day and also yeah, um, where's the picture? Volunteer Appreciation Week. Mm-hmm.
0: Hold up the picture. So sign up. That's yeah. a great picture. Today's Joe McQueen Day.
2: Or tomorrow, the nineteenth. Tomorrow,
0: okay. Yeah, there it is, right there.
2: When this Very gets cool. released, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is. So you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube? It, Joe McQueen Day. That's a great picture. It is. Who yeah. took that one? Is that a sa-
2: legend? That's Sam. That Sam? was his yeah. last show. Hmm. We had a party for our Crossroads event, and he—it was his last show.
0: Okay, Jared. I want to know. First off, do you drink anything besides water ever these <laughs> days, uh. or are you just water only?
6: Well, I, uh, yeah, I don't really, uh, have two speeds when drinking, you know, I, I, okay, so I, I, I drink on the weekend and I swing for the fence and on the, week, okay, on the weekdays okay. I drink water. that's
0: Uh, all right. Jared Allen, uh, with Ogden Twilight uh, alleged alleged, uh, bars in town. And mother, among, among other state, things, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Derek <laughs> Williamson, Ogden amphitheater coordinator still.
5: It's kind of expanding to be included in it. Uh, my role's expanding to maybe one day be a venue coordinator. We're adding oh, the okay. Plaza to our roster right okay.
0: now. Okay. So, you get a pay raise for that? Or? It's a negotiation. It's a negotiations. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you with that. That
1: was a big fat, <laughs> nope, not, <yet. laughs> <laughs> not, <yet. laughs> not
0: Brandy Bosworth, Ogden Nature Center. Earth Days is this weekend, which is very cool. Um, Jared on Ogden Twilight. Is this so you you like to adventure down in Southern Utah? You just got back from Southern Utah. Yep. Uh by the way, you, your child is is youngish but old enough to do you get nervous with your kid down there cuz there's some dead like don't mess up places?
6: Yeah, no, I definitely uh I I double back as I get through an obstacle and make sure he's coming through it okay for sure. Um yeah it's it's scary but i think it's good to get out there and live so
0: do you do canyoneering or what's your quasi we're we're not we're not like
6: we're not harnessed up or using ropes or anything it's like mild bouldering problems you know okay
0: what place have you not hit down there that you want to go explore
6: well i mean there's a like i haven't so we just did the subway this last weekend but we did it bottom up you can't do top down right now due to water water but um actually in a couple weeks. Once some more snow melts, we're gonna try and do the Zion Traverse, which is like 37 miles in one day. Well, it'll take a lot of running. That's a stuff. lot of miles. Yeah, yeah. That's we're we're basically gonna be running yeah. most of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Always got a project going, but that's the current one. As soon as the snow melts enough. So yeah. is
0: that what is that what keeps you sane or
6: what? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Probably yeah, because it's, it's it what makes it, you crazy. no, yeah. it's it's a it's a, it's a good uh, stress reliever to just go out and break yourself physically against things that are hard and you know, when you're frustrated with the world or a work project instead of like... Wait, la- you get frustrated? Out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> quite, quite regularly. But, <laughs> but rather than like lashing out and saying something dumb that you can't take back or something, just go run and sweat it out. And it's just a more like, I don't know, positive means of, you know, getting rid of that stress.
1: Brandon, take note. I'm tra- just a total to. asshole <laughs> <me>. <laughs> You want
0: to go for a run, Brandon? Yeah,
1: yeah let's I go. I think that you yeah, can... Let's go.
6: Yeah. Oh.
0: Todd's trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're... Are you are you done with your job as far as Ogden Twilight goes for this season? Because everything's booked right
6: now? Or what else do you have to do? So um, at this point, all of our headliners are booked. But we've still got to uh, work with some of our special guests and local spotlight artists in terms of the booking side of things. We're still working with sponsors and, and some promotional side of stuff. But uh, but yeah, so as far as like the creative curation side of things most of the work is done and okay. then and then we'll shift gears and it gets more into production and that's where Derek and our, our friends at SNS kind of take over and do the heavy lifting
0: we'll get to Derek in the last two minutes hi oh, yeah. um, <laughs> if we have time if we have time it's a negotiation it's yeah. in the co- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so just, Derek, I'm the funny one on the show. All right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'll send the uh, quit. Quit stealing Todd's thunder, Jeez, Derek.
1: Good stuff today. uh
0: Okay, we're selling out though. Um, so we've got, I think, season tickets. That says sold out on yeah online. Yeah, is yeah, that right? Yeah,
6: season tickets okay. are sold out, and four of the ten shows are sold out. Uh, VIPs sold out to all ten shows. I imagine all ten shows will sell out completely, but uh, I mean. I think uh, Cascades getting pretty close, Sylvanesso's getting pretty close. Flaming Lips is doing well. We still got to add uh, special guests to Sylvanesso and Flaming Lips, and I think when we do that, those will likely get pushed over the top. You know.
0: Okay, so the lineup is spectacular. You just you probably make
6: millions of dollars on this, and that's why you do it, right? <laughs> yeah, clearly. You, you, you would you would not believe you know how much you make on ten dollar fifteen dollar tickets. Yeah, 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 those types of bookings. No. Mm-hmm. No, we we started out uh, just completely, the whole goal of the series was, uh, you know, it, Christy McBride and I were sitting on the roof of the legend one night and, you know, just talking about how rad the Salt Lake concert, uh, Twilight yeah. concert series was. And it was like, why isn't there anything like this in Ogden? And and they were doing Ju- July and August at that point. And we're like, well, let's do Thursdays in June. Yeah. And that's kind of where we started. And uh, it was $5 tickets. And the whole goal was, you know, all these people are kind of talking trash on Ogden, but like it's clear they haven't been here and seen how much it's changed and it's like, Hey, let's have these like cheap or affordable concerts anyway, that include your, your transit up here and let them come up and see just how awesome Ogden really is. And, and the concerts and the artists were more or less the bait to kind of help us change the perception of our, you know, of Ogden within the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, What year is this for you? Uh, uh, for Of the series? Yeah. I think this is our eighth year of artists. It would be our ninth, if not for the COVID season. Yeah. 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 Are you, are you getting tired or are you still as pumped as you were when you first started? Well, I mean, cause it's I, a lot of work. Yeah, It is a lot of work, but it's, it's such a, a like a passion project. There's, I, I mean, I can't think of anyone out there who would get tired of chasing their favorite artists. And, mm. and it's like, not. I mean, you, you want to you lose your shit just to go see your favorite artist, let alone to mm. bring them to town and yeah. maybe get to meet them and, and, and see your community fall in love with that artist as well. And, uh, and you kind of, you share that thing that you're passionate about. So, um, the, the energy is always there for, for that side of thing. I mean, I can't imagine ever getting tired of it, honestly. And,
0: and you just like take classes to learn how to book musicians, you know? And no, no. I mean, no,
6: it was <laughs> totally trial by fire. Like when we started, we actually tried to hand it off. I I sent an email to Casey Jarman, who had been booking the Salt Lake Series, and and I didn't get a response because he had just, in some capacity, whatever, his, his relationship there with the Salt Lake Series had ended that year. And so I tried to reach out to him didn't get in touch. And then I reached out to Will Sartain, who we work with now, and uh, asked him to book it. And he's like, yeah, good luck, buddy. Oh, um, wow. And then and and I'm i like, well, I guess I'll, I'll figure it out. And, and fortunately, uh, uh, one uh, booking agent in particular that I, I reached out to uh, just was super cool. And he's like, you know, don't say this, do that. Don't You know, yeah. and uh, w- really helped kind of coach me through the process. And then at the end of the season, and and I'm still really proud of our first year's lineup, it it may not be like as popular, you know, as some of the others, but if you go back and listen to that playlist or look at those artists, it was a a really eclectic uh, and really a strong year for what it was our first year. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, I I convinced Will Sartain, good friend, and uh, again, works on the series now, if I could take him out to lunch at the end of the series and just kind of, if he could tell me what I did right, what I did wrong, and I was just kind of breaking it down and uh, I was telling him, and I, I definitely made a lot of mistakes that year, which he was just, you know, in tears, laughing a few times about. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that whole process kind of endeared him to the series, or, or us, uh, that we were just kind of flying by the seat of our pants, but made it work. Yeah. And uh, and then he kind of came on behind the scenes uh, the subsequent years, and he would just be BCC'd on emails, and he's like, no, don't say that, say this, and, and oh, cool. oh, you know, I know this guy, I bet you could get it for this. Or mm. Lyric really just kind of had, like, a coach, you know, in your ear the whole time, telling you what to do, which uh, was super helpful. That's, I think there's
1: there's nothing more bonding than the critique being just laughing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. that's a good that's yeah, yeah sure. heading
6: in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What's yeah, going. I can't on, believe so. you guys pulled it off. Way to go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my God, you're a moron.
1: You know, because <laughs> like, you know? your goal yeah. of winning over Salt Lake pretty much happened immediately
6: yeah no for sure actually from the beginning we sell more tickets to salt lake county than we do to weber county what yeah every year wow yeah, yeah yeah and, and that, that the train ride is is so crucial to that i think yeah yeah, yeah. so if derek
0: took over booking next year what <laughs> advice would you give him
6: uh, <laughs> i I, I, don't, I don't know i don't know that janelle monet can play 10 nights in a row <laughs>
5: Yeah, I, I told everybody I'd quit if my favorite artist came because I'd prefer to watch the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> oh, okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. okay. I
1: think you're right about that exactly. Mm. It's so funny.
0: Well, everyone, I'm sure, gives you like you should book this person, you should book this person. How do you fight
6: that off? Do you ever listen to anyone's? C- oh, requests? I, I definitely listen to to input. And, uh, but it's it's so tricky. I don't think people realize it, it's like this really insane matchmaking that goes on. It's mm. it's like, like. We're on one chunk of floating ice in a river, and the band's on another chunk of ice in the river. And there's so many things mm-hmm. moving in between. Like, our tour is taking us this way, and your venue's not open this day. Or, like, and, and you, it's really a miracle anytime you actually come together on one of these. Cause I, I, we're a small market, and our budgets just don't compare to like a New York or LA or yeah. anywhere else. But if, if, if an artist has got a big gig at Red Rocks and then a big gig, at, you know, the Greek at Berkeley. It's like, well, wait a second, we're already on the road, we're passing through, maybe we can pick something up. And, and that's honestly what we do a lot of times is these artists are, and they've got three semis and two buses and how many artists and gear? It's, they need a place to stay so yeah, for yeah. the night? And, well, yeah. well, I mean, they're spending 20, 30 grand a day in overhead with just mm-hmm. all that equipment. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they're getting the, a huge paycheck at Red Rocks or a huge paycheck in California But, uh, you know, and it takes years of conversations to get them up to the uh, speed on the idea of, like, really, this is a $10, I mean, a $15 ticket, whatever. Um, Would you consider playing, playing for this? And there's and if there's no other show in the market that can absorb them and pay them more than we can, and they're into the community vibe thing, like, yeah, let's So you let's get some it. by default sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they come to us. Sometimes we go to them. More often than not, because we are so picky with the series, we're generally hunting everybody and, and for years mm-hmm. at a time before we land them, you know. What's the max you can pay with this series? Uh, I don't know that I... Uh, it, it would depend on the ticket price. We could... Okay. I, I've got, you know, my white whale that I would like to, you know, try to land someday. But then... but to. Deaf Leopard. No, that's okay. God, <laughs> that's out of the bag. Um, no, uh, no, like uh, it, it really. It's like we'd have to change the ticket price incrementally to make it work. And is that and, something you thought about doing for like well, one night? Well, so we did. Uh, we started with five dollar tickets on the mm-hmm. season, and then we went to ten, then fifteen. And then I think this year we have three twenty-dollar ticket shows, mm-hmm. and last year we actually had two at twenty-five-dollar tickets. Um, Didn't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that was that was loud. I mean, massive, you know, pop appeal. Not necessarily my typical wheelhouse, but it was such a, you know, part of the job is, you know, booking stuff that the community would like that will, f- put you know, fill seven thousand seats type of thing. So mm-hmm. that was uh, even though it wasn't necessarily my personal favorite. It, was, it would have been a dumb move not to take that booking, you know? Plus, well, I'm booking.
1: sure you take it into account, too, The I think one of the best parts of, let's say, both Twilight series is the affordable nature of the tickets. Everybody can For go, sure. yeah. right? And so there's so many concerts that come through I could list any of them, you know, that are coming through Red Butte or something. That it's like I would love to go, but I I can't swing that. Yeah, you know?
6: yeah. and the nice thing with the season ticket then is it's super affordable. You exactly. know, So even the twenty dollars tickets are only fifteen dollars tickets, or the twenty five dollars tickets last year were fifteen dollars tickets. But. Mm-hmm.
1: And so without uh, without giving prices, I've always had you know I've, I've been curious, especially these bands that you kind of try to recruit over a period of years. Do bands consider less because they love the area? Do they consider less because they're available at a certain time?
6: I I think it's almost entirely due to routing. If they're already if they've got a big pay date, a big anchor date on either side of us and they just they're routing through anyway, I think like like we couldn't activate, get a, a band that wasn't playing, that wasn't already active. To come see us for anything honestly sure. it's just they're okay. already on tour they're already routing and they're in the area we need routing software yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. to know which bands are going where when that well, would make
0: your booking and,
6: and and that's it all comes down to just relationships like talking yeah. to the booking agents and again talking years in advance like we hit them up like sorry they're not active this year but all right mm. they'll make a little note that all right well when they are active this series is interested and they'll reach back out to us or we'll follow up with with our kind of wish list every single year and just kind of check in and see where they're at you know so flaming lips is now ogden every year yeah yeah that's crazy pretty wild it's so so nuts yeah like uh yeah feel very grateful for them coming here and putting on those shows and uh i i, I don't think there's a, a live show that i ever leave that i i'm not like more euphoric than that show you know yeah yeah very cool uh all right what are we missing todd
1: so Derek. Um, oh, <laughs> how many how many of the performance have you seen? Like the the glitter set list yet? Because like Derek how works glitter, every show. Yeah. How much yeah. glitter? How much confetti? Is that written into these contracts yet?
5: Uh, it's always uh, given with the Flaming Lips. No. Okay, fair, We're, fair. We, we've got that much prepared for. Um, the rest of it is really preferred that I don't have to see a single <laughs> paper set of confetti in any capacity, <laughs> and, and that's in our contract too. No, it's not. (laughs) No, we're, we're prepared to, you know, we have some preferences, but we're prepared to, you know, handle the shows as they come. And hopefully despite all our preferences, we give a good experience to all the people that get to participate.
1: So how's your staff? How's your team? Um, What's the kind of official relationship between the city and the concert series?
5: Oh, that's above my pay
6: grade. I don't really know. Oh, I I would (laughs) say, I mean, a, I mean, it's an incredible venue, and that was one of the things that came to town. I, I, I think so often, uh, the venue can make a difference between a great show or not. Like I, mm-hmm. I've gone to so many concerts that were essentially in like cinder block storage bays, they're just not interesting. And. Um, but it, to, on a nice warm summer night with a sloped lawn and this vined trellis and great sight lines everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing venue. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it, I mean, and it seems like anywhere in there, it, it feels intimate and you've got a, a good view of the artists and, and the artists are connecting with the fans. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think the venue is a big part of what makes Ogden Twilight special.
5: I'm excited about that answer. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean, nothing beats a summer night
5: looking at some great stage performances, (laughs) hanging out with all your cool friends, eating some pizza or corn dogs, all that. It's all part of the experience, I think.
1: Anything new in the amphitheater this year? Anything new to eat? Anything new to drink? Any, Any new staff positions? Uh, I drink a lot of water as
5: well. I'll, I'll be honest; those days are really hard for me. So, oh, okay.
1: I believe that about it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Are you? What are you going to do, Derek? For, you're going to have a heavy August, and so how yes. are you going to, you know, train for that?
1: Yeah.
5: So, um, um, our arts, culture, and events team just uh, did some hiring. We've we've attended a few hiring events and stuff like that, and we work with um, a largely seasonal staff to fill out our you know, events team. And um, the last few days, my team and I have been spending a lot of time in front of a spreadsheet, just kind of getting familiar, like, do we have the, the right budget to hire enough people to accomplish what we need to, especially in August, there are six shows as well as a handful of other community events. And there's a lot of turnover for how quickly those events are you know following each other and there's so many different city services that we have to consider. It's not just picking up the garbage, it's also moving in the fencing and the bleachers and making sure the bathrooms are prepared and all the production that comes in and out. And there's just a lot of coordination. So knowing that we have the right staff on hand and trained well enough to accept all these changes and you know expectations is is imperative.
1: Yeah well the, plus the bar is already set. You guys do such an incredible job each year. Well thank you. And And if you don't, we don't notice it. So so I'd just say that you do an incredible job.
5: Well, you know, we do make our our team wear a uniform. There's a lot of different moving parts of different kinds of staffs of the Ogden Twilight series between the security, the production. Uh, all of the vendors that bring in like their food trucks, uh, food trucks and uh, beverage sales and stuff like that. But then our um, actual city staff, we make wear uh, like a teal blue uniform. So if you see one of us drop something, you're gonna
0: notice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the jig is up.
0: Yes, Jared, how do you how
6: do you book your openers? <clears throat> I, I, with the special guests, it's kind of like first we get the headliners in and, and even with that we try to look at like what, what gaps do we have like sonically in the series like oh we need something more electronic or more folk or what what haven't we covered and then I think when we get to the special guests we're doing some of that as well where like what gaps do we have in sound or what would you know add some diversity um, but also a lot of times if as these artists are routed through they have direct support on their entire tour so mm. um, say for example like M83 and b uh, um, Oh, bon Iver both are, are the artists that the special guests they're bringing with them. Mm-hmm. But in cases when the artists don't have it, then we get to go out and, and look for artists and we have to submit them to the headliner for approval. Okay. Yeah.
0: So when it, when it comes to say a, a local band, is there an avenue they can get to reach out to audition or
6: how does that work? The, the best thing to do is to email, uh, email me, but more often than not, because we work with SNS, and because they own so many venues in Salt Lake, whatnot, they're familiar with all the local bands and who's mm-hmm. hot locally right now. I mean, generally, these artists are already playing Kilby Court pretty regularly and they know if they're selling it out or not. Mm-hmm. And so I honestly listen to a lot of input from uh, the SNS guys on, on who to go with for the locals. But um, another thing that's helpful is they have a, have a strong Spotify, have a strong YouTube, stuff where it's easy to send links to um, the headliners for approval, because ultimately what we do is we'll take three, we'll submit it to the headliner for approval. Um, you generally want the sound to be somewhat like in, in harmony with the sound of the artist, mm-hmm. like they're not gonna put a country sounding artist- But not better no than. Economy. No, definitely, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> honestly, they, that would probably be stoked more often than not. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing how often you'll see the headliners come out and watch the locals on stage. Yeah, cool. Like, they they're, they love music too, you yeah. know? Um, but, I mean, yeah, we had, I can't remember, I think it was uh, Portugal, the man sitting in the crowd, watching the moss and just like going crazy. Uh. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah, I, I, I do not want to let the cat out of back. There's something I'm working on this sh- for something okay. to hear later. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think just make sure you're, you're, you're easily presentable via a, a quick email, like send your best song, uh, like your best Spotify song. Another thing that really matters to these artists, especially the more complicated shows, like for like when we have the national come out, I mean they have a hundred different inputs with all the different mics on oh. stage and what's going on. You think about that, yeah. And like, all right, we got to have not only a special guest come through, but a local. And it's like once they do their sound check, they don't want too many people walking through there, mm-hmm. pulling on things. It's like they like so. A lot of times we have a hard time getting approval for locals if the stage setup is super complicated. But uh, one way to, to get around that is if it, it's a simple setup, it's one or two, three people, it's not a ton of inputs. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's about simplicity, sometimes it's about sound. It, it really just comes down to their preferences. Can you enjoy the night of the shows? Are you nervous or? Um, I. Hundred percent enjoy the night of the show. Okay. See, that's yeah. Uh, yeah so Derek I, I yeah, No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So like, I, 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 work, I work my butt off now. Derek, do you enjoy the night of the shows? I love that you love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm definitely like once the show time rolls around, I'm I'm there as a fan. Hopefully, Ooh. all things are delegated, and I'm just singing my guts out and dancing and having a good time well how cool is it to share it with because you share it with your kids yep yep absolutely yeah. yeah my daughter loves music has since the day she was born and uh she actually uh, plays guitar and drums and teaches voice lessons and teaches songwriting and uh yeah she's does she, she ever say do you know who my dad is i I don't think she does okay I, I, no, <laughs> no she's she's such a such a well-adjusted human being good. Uh, yeah really really chill but uh no, uh, yeah, she was the announcer from the beginning of the series, and it was like, like I, I grew up in the arts. I, I'm, I'm an art, a visual artist versus like a musical artist. I don't have any skill there, but uh, so you know, the art world or the the music world can seem a million miles away from Ogden, Utah. Like that's not a yeah. real career. It's not a viable path yeah. to an income. Yeah, and um, I think by bringing these people to town and letting them see that they're real, real, real individuals, not just these. I don't know, avatars on a stage. These, yeah. these are real people in real lives that you could, music could be your life. You could make this your income. You could follow your passion. Your I theme. love so, that you said that. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what yeah. what, what we yeah. do with some of these uh, yeah.
1: mural artists that we bring in. And yeah, yeah. and that's able to interact with some of our local visual artists as well, just to yeah. see what's possible. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's
6: a real income. It's a real, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is Isla yeah. saying,
1: do you know who my dad is yet? Is your... <laughs>
6: Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah she <laughs> drops
0: that in the grocery store. It's weird, yeah, all the, all the time. It's, <laughs> I
1: don't believe you at all, at all. So I have to ask you one last question. My uh, fav- favorite uh, musician in that whole lineup is Beck. I've just been a fan of Beck since the beginning of time. And so take me through, you can be quickly, but how how did you make that happen?
6: So that one is- This is, is a unique show. Yeah, yeah. This was It was really crazy because- um, there was one day, actually, I was working on the Windsor just doing construction, and I got an email, and this was actually two, like two years ago, but uh, his, his booking agent's name is Marlene, and, uh, and I got an email, and she's like, um, I'm reaching out on behalf of Ogden Twilight, am I talking to the right person, this is for Beck, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And I was, I was like, holy God, I lost my shit. Insta- instantly got on the phone with Will, forwarded him the email and he's like, holy crap. And so we were trying to piece it together and, uh, and, and it didn't work out that year. But again, it, 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 you start the dialogue, people get to know each other. And, uh, but then, yeah, I, uh, had noticed that he was on, uh, Arcade Fire's tour as Beck Acoustic, uh, last year before they had all that controversy and then he pulled out it was no longer on the tour but then just in the back of the head that that thought stayed that oh beck acoustic that's a possibility that's a different type of booking that could maybe occur and then uh yeah when they announced their i can't remember it's like some sort of everlasting summer i don't remember the name of the tour but it's beck and phoenix and i think japanese breakfast are uh all going on tour this summer and so that's a massive show um, but I saw that they're playing like Vegas on 8:12 and then Red Rocks on 8:15. So again, this is one of those scenarios where it's like massive show, massive show. Mm-hmm. We've got all this overhead and three days in between. I'm like, gosh, you know, is there any way we can pick this up? So we emailed Marlene and and floated the idea past her, and she shout was, out to Marlene again. Yeah, yeah, she was <laughs> she, she was instantly receptive and uh, and then took it to. So there's so many tiers that's like there's the. The, the booking agent and then there's the manager and then there's you know um but anyway uh everybody seemed super into the idea and they were telling us for weeks it was going to happen it was going to happen and it ended up taking about six weeks before it confirmed but uh and that's why we, we delayed on the announcement as long as we did is we were waiting on that one we're like we this is like such a big booking we don't want to give this up because it's either like you can set a deadline and like pull it out for a moment i'm sorry you didn't commit in time we're writing it off for somewhere else uh, but we just didn't want to let it go. So we just, you know, and uh, yeah, lo and behold, it, ca- it actually came back uh, the night of my daughter's birthday. It was uh, March 18th. We were at dinner at Tona and I just checked my email and I was like, ah, you know, just kind of lost yeah. it. And yeah, we all kind of celebrated right there at dinner. So yeah. I've
1: had a chance to see him many times, but the, yeah. the one that stands out was an acoustic version, you know, of the show. And it was just incredibly memorable and so that's just going to be a huge treat for was for everyone but particularly Beck fans so
6: no same here i mean uh sea change and morning phase are probably my favorite of his albums and you know but i like the information as well but those two again the more acoustic ones i just totally connect with so yeah excited for that congratulations on ogren twilight and what
0: you've been able to accomplish thank you it's a lot of work uh it's a huge thing when you when you look back
6: what's your proudest moment man, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I the, the best part of it, honestly, is You're still kind of in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in it. Well, is it, yeah. being there in the moment at the shows and watching everyone singing along, watching somebody maybe in tears or people hugging or, mm-hmm. and then the next day when I'm laying in bed and I'm I'm going through all our tags on the Instagram mm-hmm. stories and I'm just seeing everybody so happy having like the best time of their life and, and on and emotional and stuff like that. Like, that's it. That's that's the best part for sure.
1: And then yeah. you could see Derek in the back of those pictures with just, the little just fuming.
6: <laughs> yeah. no, no, it's it's cleaning the competitive. It's it's a leaf blower. They have the
5: whole.
0: They have they have a team of leaf
5: blowers. <laughs> that's an industry secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: leaf blower one, leaf blower five, <laughs> yeah, yeah, leaf blower. Oh yeah, yeah. gosh, that is funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, anything else did you want to hit on uh, before we move to Ognature Nature Center? Jared, about this year's season or anything, because no, no, it's no, spread out against multiple dates, and so yeah, sure. you had to get away from the whole every Thursday deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, okay, no, no, we're covered. Yeah. We're covered. Yeah, about that, that was pretty good. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, uh, Brandy with Ogden Nature Center has a festival this weekend, right? Earth Days? That's
7: right, Saturday.
0: <laughs> Saturday, my daughter will be there, and so will I. So, oh, good. Um, you'll be there documenting every second. I probably will have. Aren't you the official cameras. photographer? i uh, For the dance troupe, I got drug into that. Yeah, so I am. Um, oh, I didn't know. And that. by drug, I mean like, I kind of like yeah. it. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll bring a few cameras and we'll video the uh, Celtic beat dancer. So that's just one of the entertaining options you have there at Earth Days, at the Ogden Nature Center. Yep, yeah.
7: it's a big day. We got lots planned.
0: Okay, what's going on this year?
7: Gosh, we have so many exhibitors. I don't even know where to start, but I'm going to start with Trails Foundation of Northern Utah because they're a sister organization can get to that. the Ogden Nature oh, Center
0: hat in there. Yeah. It's above, yeah, it's above you. Yeah.
7: Trails Foundation. Yep. Anyway, I shout out to them just because they provide Ogden with Ogden and Weber County with just the most spectacular trails in all and the they man. got some work
0: to do coming up this spring. Yeah. A little damage, but
7: yeah. But they, I mean, what their work that they do is so important to Ogden. So shout out to them. They'll be at, at Earth Day, of course. Um, lots, just like all green gurus across the state of Utah will be there, and everything from water conservation to um, the Weber River Partnership, um, species invaders stuff on. Um, of course, Wildlife Reh- Rehabilitation Center of Northern Utah. Um, there's a there's a long list. And then there's tons of fun stuff. We'll have both the Utah Poet Laureate and the Ogden Poet Laureate doing... Oh,
0: congrats. That's awesome. Sweet. Poet yeah.
7: Poetry and Poetry Out Loud. And then we have like Poetry on the Trails, which is fun on A-Frame. So you can walk the trails, enjoy the space, and read some really lovely poetry. Those um, That's always fun. We have three different art exhibits, the traditional um earth day art exhibit that's for school-aged children but then we have our birdhouse competition which is this is the 30th year of birdhouses happy 30th thank you and there were over 120 birdhouses submitted this year so that's a fun fun trail and then we have a bird idiom quilt show that is so a bird idiom is like two words It's the bird species and then something else that goes with it. So that's fun. And that's hanging. That's the third show. Um, Of course, we'll have like food, food trucks and live entertainment, all the things. And mostly just a big day to learn how to celebrate the planet. Also, learn what you can do yourself to to chip in and take care of the planet.
0: Are, Are you pretty dry out there? How's the water you know, situation? We
7: have some trails that are a little soupy.
0: <laughs> a little soupy. Yeah. <laughs>
7: but not yeah. but pretty As, much passable. And so cool. um if you wanna wander the whole mile and a half of trail network, you know, wear where some where's some water? Yeah, foods? no, yeah,
0: good good to bring that up. Make sure you wear appropriate footwear. Wear
7: good footwear, this but it's an interesting
0: year, so yeah.
7: It's an interesting year, but what it brings to the nature center is wetlands. Mm-hmm. Honestly quite honestly, it's wetlands, it's wildlife. It's a wipeout of um, invasive weeds, and it does so much good that we are pretty much just doing the rain dance. I didn't dance. know. I didn't
0: know that. So that that much water really um, helps get rid of the invasive. Yeah. Weeds? Okay.
7: Can help with everything, and we are embracing um, all all forms of wildlife. We've got new new species setting up shop all over on our wildlife cams, and it's a pretty fun year. And Kangaroos. especially. Especially the waterfowl. <laughs> I mean, the waterfowl on our ponds are, it's just amazing what's out yeah. there. The bird species list is big. I'm if so glad you're you mentioned that.
1: Already. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because I, obviously, you know, it's a good place to go for bird nerds, right? Yeah. But what about the rest of our animal friends? Is there anybody sort of new out there? Any babies? Any new there animals? Are... Any rescues? Who should we know about? Who should we check out when we go out?
7: Well, it's, it's a wildlife. Ha- it's a, it's. It's a habitat and so we're, we're also into protection and not like going crazy on it because we do get some people that just invade their space so um but there's lots to see and to check out and yeah
0: do people uh miss, mistake you for the wildlife rehabilitation center like they drop off animals or something ever
7: um not not usually not usually okay. yeah just curious Rarely. That's a good yeah. question. Though. you probably get, a lot get lots of calls. Though. We get lots yeah. of calls, and we yeah. refer we refer birds up there for sure.
0: What's the cost to participate?
7: It is, I believe, five for adults, three for kids. Um, there's a members price of four, so it's super affordable for the whole yeah. family. Bring some extra change because we have lots of um, folks selling their green goods. You know, all kinds of art and different things, food. So bring some extra change for all of that. The gift shop is super cute. You can't just not spend a little. Oh, you have money. To yeah, and, gift the, shop. and
0: everything's in now, right? because yes. We had some issues there. All the snakes occurring. are in. All the snakes are in. Okay. Good. Yes,
7: we had a good. we had a plush snakes shortage last <laughs> podcast. Oh, that's so funny. Brandon, plush you've been you've shortage. been
1: going regularly for years because I know Eila's been dancing yeah. regularly. Yeah. And so, what's your favorite part about that? My earth daughter episode? dancing. Yeah, that should be the
0: question. It I mean it really nice. but, yeah. but I do like I like seeing all the vendors there and there's food and it's it's you it's, it's enjoyable. A chill day. It's also fun to try to see if it's if it's going to rain on the dancers.
7: Uh usually doesn't. It
0: usually doesn't. But it's last year cool. I remember it was like that you gotta do the same thing it's sunny in Twilight. But cool. And Twilight was it last year where the weather was like every time you're like, what in the hell? It was just a can we talk about it i don't think you're allowed to that's I think right it's, no you're not but it, those things. well it's any outdoor event and someone was talking about um but i mean if you're booking outdoor stuff in april that's not smart uh <laughs> you know. fair fair
7: Earth date the and, sun and, always shines and, on earth day and
0: well we did the ogden climbing festival in april for years and we dealt with that's it right. we did it we dealt with it for years you know and yeah. so and then finally we you we still there's a component that's outside still but we do use the gym for the the climbing because
7: can't count on it.
0: When it's beautiful, it's absolutely beautiful in April. Yeah. In April, we're talking in April, and then sometimes it's cloudy and it's okay. But then if it rains, you're like, oh boy, it's a little chilly. So yeah.
1: just, it just depends. I heard April twenty second is going to be great. It is.
0: Weather's no, going to yeah. be perfect. Weather looks like it's checking out. Yeah, it is. And I looked ahead, and every single twilight day is perfect.
7: Exactly. So,
0: <laughs> yep. That's the other part of the. Oh foam, yeah, perfect. O-foam, no rain. Yeah, the sun is be, shining on August. Just the
1: right amount of coverage. Just the right amount of
0: coverage. <laughs> it's. It. I mean, it is sort of fun to. It is fun. It's an element we have to deal yeah. with it, and then it's part of being outside. It's Part right? of being outside, but I would much rather it. it be outside than anywhere else, especially, I mean, nature center obviously. But I do love the fact that the twilight concerts are outside. You can look exactly. up and there's stars. You can see the moon. You can see, it's just it's fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Those are up the there. moments. Those they are the really moments, are. Yeah. It really is. And so I wouldn't want any in any other way. It's just something you have to sort of deal with. But I do. I do like the dancing. Um, I like, there's also you can do the uh the hikes have don't the hikes have challenges or anything
7: sometimes different yeah, guide okay. guided hikes uh, i mean it's different every year but there's yeah. storytelling poetry there's the list is like too long to even get into but it's sure. a big day it's super fun
0: and coming up is the uh 5k
7: yes fly with the flock is slated for may 6th um that's a saturday Best
0: part is you get pancakes
7: It's the perfect part. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you don't even go to walk, you could just walk, have some pancakes. (laughs) Perfect Saturday morning. May 6th. But the date to remember is April 22nd, because that is both Earth Day and the last day of early registration for the fun run.
0: Oh, perfect.
7: So remember both dates and get your registration in for the fun run. And Brandon sometimes is our MC, which is really fun.
0: Yeah, I've been the last few years yeah which is nice fun thank you very yeah. much I play all the hits he you brings know, the yeah. he brings the party. <laughs> is this is this the my way DJ we, Is this
1: the way we ask him if he's if he was available on May <laughs> <laughs> hey no,
0: no, I did no. Well, I hope, <laughs> hopefully it's in the calendar. But I did show up to the because um, that's smart, Brady. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty smart. actually. show. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> What was Perfect. the what was uh, the
0: one I DJed last bro. summer where I played all bird su- songs? Was that the because sh- it was the Bird and Birds Bird's bird Bruce? Bird and Bruce. Yeah. yeah, I was under the impression I, was, I had a different job there, and I went there, and they're like, "No, you just need to play music." I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, so I played all all the birds. Like all six. the bird classics. Yeah.
7: Have you heard the Bird Song?
0: I probably it's
7: the Bird Song. You have to look listen to that. Okay. It's so fun. Every time I make the actual loop around Bear River, I'm like, yeah, I play the Bird Song. Yeah, it's a little rap. I, so I mean, fun.
0: I got all the bird requests. It's a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah, if, as a, yeah.
7: So yes, and oh you know, speaking gosh. of birds and brews, it is on tap this year, and it is <laughs> <laughs> August 18th. Thank you.
0: Dad jokes for the win.
7: Thanks. <laughs> That's
0: such a good event.
1: That's such a fun event.
7: Yeah, so it's happening.
0: Thanks, Brandy. Brandy was the first guest along with Shane on the new edition of Ogden After Adventure, which is now Ogden Arts and Adventure. So, thank you for it. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Todd, do you have arts news at all as we leave here for the day?
1: Nope. If you're listening, I've said it a few times. uh, I do work with the Salt Lake City Arts Council, and I have the 2024 call for entries for our exhibition calendar of 2024. The deadline is Thursday at 5 o'clock. So you still have time to apply um, all visual art forms. If you haven't been to the space, it's the Finch Lane Gallery downtown Salt Lake City. And... uh, of emerging artists professional artists what do you have to lose apply
0: apply yeah, and then apply.
1: i find out what you do
0: this friday the roads open in some some of the roads open in yellowstone
1: oh.
7: how
0: are they looking yeah. uh there's snow there's snow, but the north road is always open, so you can. But the west entrance opens, and so you can go down to Old Faithful, and you can go up to Mammoth
7: and see the baby animals.
0: It's really the best time of year to go. <laughs> go go now through, like maybe the first week of June, and then once the kids are out of school, it gets a little hectic down there. And then and then don't go <laughs> until like September mid mid to late September. Uh, but yeah, this is. I never go opening weekend because I always do the uh, yeah. nature center thing. Unless you're but.
7: going out to Lamar Valley. Like if you're going out there midsummer.
0: Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my pro tip. Um, we will leave you this evening as we record this with the van session. Thank you to Banyan1 for powering today's episode of the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to Ogden Arts and Adventure on YouTube. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, BaintyCollective.com, and the Podbean app for Android and iPhones. More information on Twilight is where, Jared? OgdenTwilight.com. It's pretty tough. Ogden Nature Center is?
7: OgdenNatureCenter.org.
0: DM us on Instagram if you want to be on the show at Ogden Adventure. This week's outdoor jukebox is a little something from Frank Flowers that came down from Logan and played last month. This is, is weird. Is their their hog? Do you want to live in a van? This here (laughs) is Frank Flowers. We'll catch you on the next Ogden Arts and Adventure show.
8: Me and be perpetually covered in sand. Uh oh, we could park it right on the shore. Uh oh.
0: Sessions.